Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Have you ever felt a knife cut through human flesh and scrape the bone beneath? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Be my victim. Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Would You Die podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. Today, I'm really excited because I get to talk about this fantastic film that's coming up, and with the SAG strike going on and the WGA strike going on, now's the best time to support independent cinema. The more independent the film, the better. So we're talking about a real gem. It's called Wolf Hollow, and I'm lucky enough to have the writer-director and one of the stars, Mark Cantu and Brandon Crum. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Yes, we're both happy to be here. You have a fantastic podcast, by the way, so it's just kind of an honor to be here. And we're we're both really excited to talk about horror and especially Wolf Hollow, because I think, you know, it's going to it's going to nestle its way into the horror universe and, and horror lovers hearts. You know what I mean? So we're really excited. Yes. To talk and I'm so excited, one, because I have a soft spot in my heart for monster movies. They are oh, my yeah. favorite. Yeah. And oh, yeah. There's not that many, I don't want to say there are better monsters because there aren't, but I mean, like, what I'm like, yeah, what monster is better than the werewolf? That's a great yeah, question. You're hard I mean, pressed at that point. Yeah, yeah. you're hard pressed to find one. It's sort of like this classic monster, even, you know, back to the old days, you know, folklore stuff. So, you know, humans have been sort of terrified of this, this creature for forever. So it just makes sense. And it's very weird that we have, you know, we have all these, you know, fairy tales and stories. There's not that many movies that are quality that are about this subject. So it's really great that, you know, Mark was able to kind of come up with this sort of new take on it, but while also kind of paying, uh, you know, homage to the the classic tales, you know. Exactly. Well, I think one of the other things, too, like we were we were kind of discussing, like going back into like the origins of like werewolves and things like that. Like if you look at this is like a little nice little Easter egg in the movie, but the the name of the family, which is Neri, that's actually like the first clan of like shapeshifters that werewolves were kind of based on and like we kind of did the research on that and i went you know what i'm gonna pull that name forward and if anybody gets it they get it but if they don't get it it's just it just happens to be their name so yeah but yeah it, it, that's how deep the love goes like i mean you're talking about something that is primitive for for mankind in general like you know shape-shifting and animals and we're always scared of that the creature inside and the the the, the beast that we could become and i think like i said for me creating the story and then trying to say, okay, what do I want to say with it? Those things lined up perfectly for, for Wolf. And it was just like, you know, it was, it was kismet at that point. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Ah, uh, when did, when did you first get the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, when did it, uh, uh, when did it just pop in your mind to be like, you know what? Now's the time to make a werewolf movie. Cause I feel like every horror filmmaker has a werewolf movie in them. Um, Are you trying to say, like, when did I get bitten by the werewolf yeah. bug? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> I didn't want to be so explicit, but no, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it, yeah. Um, and that, that was a great question, by the way. When did I get bitten by the werewolf bug? Hmm. I would actually say it was, it was, we were finishing up Massacre Academy. And Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, I can't remember, like, the exact order of our conversations. But I know that I was probably finishing up Massacre Academy, the editing process. And I yeah. think at that point, I think Brandon messaged me and was like, hey, what are you 
are you doing what are you doing next yeah and at that point i was like i think we were already kind of talking it was like no no no, no. you're gonna be yeah. in the next thing. i don't know what yeah, it is yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we hit it off on set because that was actually the first time master academy was the first time we collaborated yeah. um but we just kind of hit it off we're like okay this is this is our vibes this is you know we're definitely in the right. same clan here so uh you know when, when I was starting to sniff around and what, what Mark was working on next, you know, you know, luckily he's like, you know what? I might actually, you know, I might have something here. You know yeah. And I mean? at, at that point, I think I had already kind of like, I had had you in, in my, on my radar for lucky, lucky Steve, which is the character Brandon plays in Wolf Hollow. But before that, I, it was one of those things where I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to do next anyway. And I was kind of hemming and hawing. I didn't really know. I was like, do I want to do action? Do I want to stay in horror? And then I thought about, like I said, the next thing in terms of like emotional storytelling that I wanted to, to, to kind of carry with me. Because I mean, you think about movies, as far as indies are concerned, I mean, especially I can only speak from my level. Mm -hmm. This is a two year process for me. Like anytime I decide to do anything, it's a two year commitment of, okay, this is what I'm going to spend the next years of my life doing. And so to me, it has to make sense. It has to resonate. It has to be a story that I want to tell personally. And so I think at that point, it was probably maybe December of 2020 or maybe 20. Yeah, about 2020, uh, I decided, like I said, I wanted to do werewolves, but I didn't have the story. And then as we finished Wol uh, Massacre, that's when I kind of had the story in my head. And then I had Brandon in mind already at that point. I, I think like from draft one, Brandon was already a part of this thing. So, yeah, I remember that's you sent awesome. me this uh, little, little snippet of the script and it had these references to Schwarzenegger in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm a exactly. huge you know, I don't know if you can see my behind me in the collection. There's like a whole Arnold section here of Terminator figures. And so anyway, I'm a huge Arnold fan. I even work for his uh, official fan site, thearnoldfans.com. So when he started working this stuff in, I was like, yes, this is fantastic. You know, and, and I really think it's you know, <laughs> the first thing that I ever remember, and this is a legitimate like uh, memory for me, is the first thing because I, I think at that point, uh, he he had initially like gotten a perk on massacre academy a little bit to be like killed as like a crowd yeah. member i can't remember if that was it or not but then he messaged me directly and again i'm being bombarded by like 50 or 60 people every day you know if you're running an indiegogo campaign you kind of understand and you're just like you've got people asking you questions constantly and pulling you in different directions you've got to set up you know things for production so you're going in 20 different directions and then he asked me he's like hey he's like can i name my extra my character yeah <laughs> like, sure i guess and he was like how about julius slater because it's like a mix of like uh, yeah. julius from twins and then yeah. jack slater from and i was like who the fuck are you and why are you not my friend I was yeah, like, right. I was like, oh. and so that was and so as soon as he got on set i was like you i know who you are i was like i know yeah. brandon yeah, and so that was awesome. like the first impression and that's like we hit it off immediately so the moment I started writing Wolf Hollow, I was like, did Lucky Steve come first? Was it the chicken or the egg? Was it right. Brandon? <laughs> was it Lucky Steve first? It was like, nope, they both happened at the exact same time. And they just kind oh, of, man. you know, it's, yeah, it's sort of there. The, so. the serendipity, maybe. I don't know. Right. I got to say, I fucking love Lucky Steve. Like, yes, for me, that was it. the, for me, that was the breakout character. And oh, thank you. I, every I, time, a good one. A good one. every time Lucky Steve was in peril, I was like, "No, no, not my boy, <laughs> not my boy." And then, yeah, 
And then I'm not going to say what happens, but there is peril and I was stressed, uh, (laughs) but I'm not about to spoil, spoil too much. Uh, I gotta, I gotta ask, we're talking about Arnold. What are you guys' favorite Arnold movies? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, obviously Terminator 2 for me is what really started it all. Because I kind of grew up in that. I was like a little younger than Eddie Furlong, but still it was like, wow. You know, as a kid, you're thinking, I could have my own Terminator. And then even like just seeing like the whole discipline and being able to do whatever the hell you wanted kind of thing. It was just what a fun concept, you know. Um, so Terminator definitely is is up there. I also really like Conan the Barbarian. My last name's Crumb, mm-hmm. so and his god <laughs> is Crum. <you> yeah, know, <laughs> so <it's, laughs> he's speaking uh, to you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and honestly, then yeah, what was yours though, Mark? Oh no, I was gonna say honestly, like I would probably, and maybe it's an outlier, I don't know, but I would probably go True Lies. Oh, oh so, yes. yeah. That I is quality Arnold and James Cameron, you know, so it's right. Yeah, and it's James Cameron, but it's it, I think it's probably one of the first because I mean, you'd seen him in like twins and you'd seen him in uh, a couple of other things like Last Action Hero. Yeah. But to me, like True Lies is the first one where he like is just a family guy most of the yeah. time. And like, and he's just a, a shit on kind of dad. He's just kind of like, <laughs> like, by the way, like, how do you treat Schwarzenegger like that? But like right. it works. context of the movie, yeah. you're like, wow. He is kind of boring and he's kind of like just <laughs> lame and like, but yeah. it's so funny. And then that last hour is just full Arnold action. You're like, yeah, yeah, this is solid. So, and the one liner at the end, uh, and you're, you're fired. fired, right? <laughs> That's probably one of the greatest one liners that he's ever had. Oh, so, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you asked yeah. me what mine was, right? Yeah. I got to go. I mean, this is a horror movie podcast and I got to go with Predator. That oh, is, that is an excellent my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Predator is I, amazing. Yeah, I think uh, he's yeah. so good in that. Like, oh, he is. Yeah, the yeah. whole cast really kind of, kind of like Wolf Hollow. It's an ensemble piece almost. You know, yeah. where right. it's like all the actors are needed at the right time to make this thing work. You know, it's not just Arnold. It's not just Carl Weathers. Exactly. Everybody coming together into this crazy jungle, or you know, you know, or wolf's nest in our case. You know, and uh, <laughs> kind of trying to survive the odds. It's, it's pretty. And we do have like a nice little homage to Predator at the very end because Christina does have yeah. the torch. Yeah. Yell. And I've been wanting to do that in like a movie for the last two movies. And I was just like, oh how God. the fuck do I fit this in here? <laughs> yeah. And that was the one that I was like, yeah, we're going to put yeah. it in this in this little beat right here. But but it works appropriately. But yeah, Predator oh, yeah. is a classic. Absolutely. Yeah, that's like one of those. I don't know if you guys have like those movies that like like your grandpa or your mom or your uncle or whoever like they showed you that movie at an impressionable age and that's a movie you associate with them but for me my grandpa my grandpa showed me predator and it was like our movie that and uh the indiana jones movies we really bonded over so uh uh, when i was at college when i was at college i used uh, i would be in class and my grandpa would call me and he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, uh, hey, are you busy? And I'd be like, kind of. I'm in class. What's up? And he goes, oh, OK. I just wanted to let you know Predator was on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'd that. be like, dang, I kind of want to skip class. I didn't. <laughs> I was a good boy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that now, so that movie. You guys ever like spot. say movie quotes to each other or like lines from the movie, you know, stick around and all that or like whatever the movie is, really. Did you guys um, do that? 
he would always just tell me his favorite parts in movies. So yeah, uh, it would. So he'd always he wouldn't just say the quote. He'd be like, you know, I love that part when Arnold just says to the predator, "You are one ugly motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that well, was see, definitely one like of his that- favorites. Wolf Hollow sort of plays up on. We, yeah. we use like my Arnold fandom or people's fandom of movies and we use it in the movie. So there's tons of Easter eggs and one-liners that are like, is that, is that a callback from whatever whatever yeah. movie, you know? So, you know, if you watch the movie, it's not even just Arnold movies. It's all sorts of horror yeah. movies. And, you know, it's so well, I, I love the like, movie. Liz yeah. and I, try, like I told Liz at one point, Liz is my wife, by the way. Uh, she's one of the producers on the movie too. But I told her at one point, I was like, I, ge- I genuinely want to do a, a, a count of how many quotes, like movie oh, yeah. quotes, we actually put in the movie. Because honestly, yeah. at this point, I don't even remember how many are in there. I know. I know, <laughs> like, everyone's got one where you're just like, is that a movie reference? Is that this? Is that-? <laughs> right. And everyone yeah. legitimately speaks in movie quotes. And, like, Lucky's yeah. probably got the most. And oh, again, sure. it's like, again, Brandon Carpet bombs, like, 20 different movie <laughs> quotes in one scene. You're like, is that another one? Oh, is yeah. that another one? <laughs> Yeah, I ain't got time to bleed. It's like oh, in right. the yeah. I think like, they were just making bleed, stuff up like... too. Like it wasn't even in the script. Sometimes <laughs> we're just like, this would be great right. here, you yeah. know. And that's the great and thing about Mark, know... though, is that he lets us well, play. It's, yeah, it's our chemistry. Like it's like mm-hmm. I know what Brandon's saying. Like if he comes up and he's like, "Hey, can we throw this one in here?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah. yes, we oh, can." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to your point, like I know, I know, I'm giving you a lot of love. Brandon, as you deserve, because Lucky Steve MVP. Keep going. Keep going. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it truly is a great ensemble ensemble cast because uh, you have your you have your horror icons like Felissa Rose and oh, um great. and Lynn Lynn Lowry. Fierman and Lynn, Lynn Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, and but you're Dude, but like amazing. Yeah, the the cast like uh, Brian Saponis is awesome. Great. He's okay. He's alright. <laughs> <laughs> he only had to uh, endure playing werewolves and you know and clowns and clowns. Yeah. Oh man. You're um the lead, uh, Christina. Christina Rukowski. Yeah. 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 She's awesome. Oh, she. Really yeah, Christina pulled. is actually she's one of those actors who is affected by. Like, we were talking about the the, the strike earlier. She's down in Atlanta right now. So she literally moved after we had our premiere on April 1st and she moved down to Atlanta. She was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to make a go of it. I'm going to make an effort to to be in the unions and do all that. And as soon as she got there, they shut everything down. So, uh, um, yeah. so, hopefully, so hopefully this will, you know, pass soon, I hope. But yeah, yeah. in the meantime, like I said, Christina is one of those actresses. Like I said, I, this is my second movie with her. The first one was Massacre Academy, where she was a, a supporting actress. This was she was the lead, and she deserved it because she is that good. I mean, she's absolutely amazing. But yeah, the whole cast, like we just got so lucky. It's it's such a big ensemble piece. Yeah, and like every every role is uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, all, I just love the different interactions between the different characters. Everyone gets their chance to so- shine. Yeah, and that to me, that's 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 kind of almost what I what I think of whenever I'm writing is I want to make sure that everyone it's like you said it's like a big orchestra and everyone's yes. got their little solo moment just a little bit even if we don't focus on it for minutes at a time, but everyone's got a little bit of a standout moment. Everyone's got a little bit of a huh that was cool. Okay, I, I remember mm-hmm. you now. I'm like that was a good little yeah. beat. Um, but yeah, everyone's got that, and it was so funny listening to it when we did the read through. 
the very first time because it's my first time hearing it. It was like draft nine at that point. And I'm like, I hope the jokes are working. I hope it's landing. And to hear it from A to B all the way through with that cast, because we pretty much had everybody cast at that point. And just to hear everybody do exactly what they do in the movie, like you heard it in a read through and you're like, wow, everyone's going to have their their little moment of of just brilliance and like comedy. And the, But you knew from the goddamn read through that Lynn was going to steal the first fucking act of the movie, the first 20 minutes, yeah. and Brandon was going to own the last fucking 45 minutes of the goddamn movie. Yeah. And it was yeah, just like, funny. and even then in the read-through, it was there were little moments, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but I, I think at one point, Brandon, you had like a moment where you're like, I'm going to write down three or four options for that, because I, I like oh, that, but I'm going to yeah. try a few things here. But yeah, everyone's got their moments. You know, it's it's a huge yeah. ensemble piece. So. Just I go wanna... back to Justina really quick. I just remember oh, yeah, yeah. acting in the van when she's like, I don't know if I remember that, where she's like asking where um, one of the characters is. She's like, where, oh, where Jillian. is she? Yeah, yeah Jillian. Yeah. And she's like, she starts going ape shit and tearing the van apart, you know, and, uh, you know, if you see like the tears in my eyes in that scene, that's real energy. I'm using her energy to kind of just feel the emotions in that van because she's just so good at, you know, conveying, you know, compassion and, and fear and, you know, all these emotions. And I think it really comes across. So if we see me kind of cheering up, that's just all her, really. She should deserve all the credit <laughs> even for my performance there. Yeah, wow. that's probably one of my favorite cutaways in the movie, too. Like I said, just Brandon's little close-up, like when she's going kind of, when she's losing it and he realizes, like, I got to step up a little bit, too. Yeah. And it's just yeah. that little look. And again, Brandon's a brilliant actor. I, I, I oh, hands down, probably one of the best ones I've worked with. But like that little moment is probably one of my favorite little Lucky, Mo- Lucky Steve moments in the movie. There's others, obviously, oh, but yeah, that yeah. one is, is probably one of my favorite little moments there for sure. And that's what I, like I said, I love the character interaction because it's just moments like that, you know, that make a movie, that, yeah. that make a movie shine right. and uh, helps elevate Wolf Hollow from other werewolf movies, you know. Oh, Thank you sure. very much. Yeah, that, we definitely appreciate it. We definitely tried to to kind of go a different route in certain scenes and kind of swerve left when we're expected to go yeah. right and you know, all this other but yeah it's it's definitely like i said it's a labor of love uh for sure but we could not have done that because i to me writing is only half of it and then mm-hmm. once they once the actors get there they bring their own energy they bring so i it's yeah. my job and i've told them this a thousand times at that point when we get on set it's my job to get the hell out of the way and just make sure that they can shine in whatever moments they have that day so yeah that's awesome uh i want to shout out someone because we have a mutual friend spencer madison is in this movie yes oh, spencer. yes yeah. that's right and uh yeah, she's amazing and they're gonna be um because i'm actually shooting a short this august and they're gonna be my lead in that oh wow. nice fantastic yeah spencer's probably one of the best actors like i said that, that i've ever worked with as well and they're absolutely incredible there's without spoiling it there's a particular scene that i'm talking about but yeah yeah that one even gets me emotional so yeah that's that's a mark a true testament to them so if you're listening spencer i'm i'm excited we're gonna have a lot of fun (laughs) and you were and you were awesome in this (laughs) oh yeah yeah twilight was one of those characters when i was reading the script we kind of had like a a lucky and Twyla, it kind of changed in the edit, the final edit, mm-hmm. but there was like, what kind of, you know, what kind of friends or what is that thing there? You know, yeah. it was a very fun relationship to kind of play with on set, you know, um, and who knows where things might go in the future if, if, you know, we're lucky. 
in terms of characters. Are you saying there might be a sequel? Is that what I you're was, I'm, I'm you're hinting at maybe there there may be <laughs> a continuation. Are you trying to bark up that tree? Is that is that what you're <laughs> oh! trying to That's oh, I love it. Uh, hmm. yeah. Let's see what we can dig up, guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the story may transform between so now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Probably a little more than I can chew, so <laughs> I love it. We got but a million yeah. of these. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I could wolf down these puns all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but after a while, it just kind of rings hollow. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Oh. And the dad jokes continue. So there you go. Uh, there is no stop. There is no stop. It's like it's a full moon or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> But I uh speak okay. I I'll just get right into it. The werewolf design is so cool oh, for me yeah. personally as a fan. I take the werewolf designs in my werewolf movies pretty seriously. So it could yep. ruin a movie for me if the werewolf is lame. I, oh yeah, yes. I'm not gonna name. Absolutely. I'm not gonna name any movies because I'm in the I'm I believe in positivity. I why be needlessly negative? That right. being said, you guys have a killer werewolf. <laughs> like yeah, two actually yeah. we were we were graced with two actually so yeah. um but yeah midnight uh, studios effects was out in uh in phoenix and they gave us just two killer werewolves no pun intended but it was <laughs> we initially had the first suit which is the bart suit which is the final you know werewolf mm -hmm. and then right before we went into production we had a chance we we had we, luckily we had some some more funding kind of come into us and so we were like actually we can afford to to, to go one more and, you know, make it a little bit different. So then I reached out to them and I was like, Hey, like, what else do you have? Is there anything else that I missed that maybe looks different? Cause these two wolves have to look similar, but you know, have their made, have some quality differences. And they were like, you know what, as luck would have it, we are designing this black werewolf that just this kind of darker, meaner looking werewolf that nobody has had access to yet. We haven't put it out there on the website. We haven't done this. We have, and they were like, "Do you guys want to use that one first? And we were like, "Fuck yeah, we are." So <laughs> that werewolf, and they, they sent me a picture of it, and I was like, "That looks like the werewolf from The Howling." And to me, whenever I was writing Wolf Hollow, like that was what I had in my head, and I was like, "That silhouette." And if you can kind of backlight it most of the time, and you only get glimpses yeah. every once in a while, especially in the beginning of the movie. You only see glimpses of it. Mm. And that's what I wanted. I wanted these big black pointy ears and like the big back and all that. And to me, that was the one that I was like, oh, yeah, this is the one we're going with most of the movie. So I love that. And I think I think it works great. I was so excited to finally see the werewolf. Because, you know, when you're making a monster movie, you got to tease it a little bit. And you do a really good job with that. Yeah, with those elements as well. Fine. <laughs> well, it was like that whole thing with like Jaws. It was like, yeah. you don't want to blow your wad in the first five minutes and have the shark you know, <laughs> come out of the water and like yeah. smash it. Like, keep it all surface under the surface. And to me, that's kind of like a, what our opening bonfire attack was like. It was like, show it, but don't show it. Like, if you can get away with just a hand, if you can get away with just a back or, you know. And so those things to me were, were the most important. And then even in the 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 first major attack with like our group of of uh, filmmakers in the movie you still don't get a really good shot of it you you still kind of only see glimpses of it 
And to me, again, that was it was more terrifying to see Brandon's face when he like waves the stick and he's like, oh, shit, I, I'm in over my head, you know, and you <laughs> yeah. see the look yeah. on everybody else's faces as opposed to and, and you're seeing the trauma that's happening, but you're not you still don't see the beast fully, you know, so. Yeah. And I, I think that's excellent filmmaking. I think that's great storytelling. And uh, people, when you're listening, like when you get the opportunity, you got to watch this film ASAP. This this one's a real banger. I really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, like I said, I love monster movies. So when I when you get when you get a good one, you you get like kind of like an adrenaline rush. You know what I mean? If for nothing else, you get to see Brandon Crumb pump a shotgun, one arm. So <laughs> yes. you know, yeah, he does the whole Sarah Connor thing. So yeah. <laughs> Get your ass to iTunes or whatever and get the movie. Yeah. Yes. Move over, Hobo, with a shotgun. You have one-armed man with a shotgun now. <laughs> Lucky with a shotgun. Yeah. That's, uh, I really can't wait because, yeah. what It's fun action and a story. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's a mix of every horror, action. There's even comedy. You know what I mean? It's just you have little bits for everybody. You know, and they I all remember, kind of happen yeah. in the same it is, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. One one minute you're going, oh, the next minute you're laughing. You know, it's just, it's great. Exactly. And that's what my favorite werewolf movies do. Yeah. Um, right. Like growing up, I saw American Werewolf in London a little too young, and that became my favorite. <laughs> that's um, my favorite as well. But I, I love the designs of The yes. Howling Moor, but I love the story of American Werewolf in London. Werewolf. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't know. No, I get it. great. You know, yeah, they're both really great films. I think they came out the same year as well. Yeah. They did. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. But, yeah, it's when just I kind think of American Werewolf is, is kind of like, it speaks to like what we were talking about earlier. Like, American Werewolf is like, it's the tragic story. It's the tragic yes. Wolfman thing. Yeah. Which is kind of what you try to pay homage to in, in Wolf. And you're trying to kind of keep those little beats alive, but you try to bring in other you know, elements of storytelling. But yeah, that was definitely on our mind for sure in this one. And I love how like, because I feel like a lot of like American Werewolf in London is really just a, and I think it's a brilliant film, but it's kind of Landis's remake of The Wolfman. It's that, yeah. like you said, that tragic story. I like how you're able to incorporate those kind of themes that are prevalent in all these werewolf movies. Like Ginger Snaps is a good example of that but you're able to bring in like a real familial is that a word it is now yeah familial. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> aspect to it in a way that i haven't seen before i guess the closest one would be ginger snaps but that's more of like a a sister relation this is more um wolf hollow is more of like a uh like a large family trying to break out from a family that like, I don't want to say too much, but like trying to break away from a family that's toxic towards you. Like a lot of people can relate right. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. And that was that was kind of it, that was definitely intended uh, that because that's part of the element of the storytelling that I wanted to kind of focus on uh, when I was writing. But to me, because um, th there's a, a big central relationship in the movie of Ray, who is uh, the character kind of leads everybody back uh, to, to Wolf Hollow and. He has an older brother, and then he's also got uh, the the producer, which is named Alex, which is Christina Krakowski, uh, but his older brother, which is Brian Saponis. Those two characters are kind of the alphas in, in his life, and it's like, which one does he kind of side with, and whichever one he chooses, that's going to cause the conflict. So, so to me, I mean, it really is, 
using a horror film to kind of discuss familial issues and trying to decide, you know, this is what I'm kind of beholden to, but this is what I actually want over here on this side of the equation. And which one do I go with? And yeah, so, so you're, even though you're telling a silly horror movie, a horror comedy, you're still kind of trying to address the tragic beats of like, like the Wolfman and things like that and American Werewolf, where it's like, you're still kind of telling a human story. I mean, it, it, you don't have all of that drama without being a human, you know? So. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I think that's what makes a great werewolf movie. And I think that's what uh, that makes where wolf hollow a part of the greats. Um, time will tell, you know, <laughs> but I think this Fingers film crossed, will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah. I think every, people who watch this film um if they're anything like me where if you're listening to this podcast i guess you like my opinion sometimes (laughs) so (laughs) yeah i really enjoy it when uh when you guys sell merch let me know i i'll dig a wolf hollow shirt (laughs) somebody in this podcast there you go somebody's wearing one right there oh yes fucking wolf sheep bitch (laughs) if you reach out to brandon he will get you one of those look at that beautiful fucking shirt i know it's amazing yeah you can my beard's on there and everything anyway uh, (laughs) yeah you can expect uh you can expect a dm later today (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's amazing yes yeah we went round and round on the quote on that shirt we were oh like, we what did the yeah we down there? but to me that's like an iconic like lucky steve line just fucking wolf she bitch like those four <laughs> words have never yeah. been put together ever right. in like human history so i'm like no yeah he's gotta be the first guy to say those things you know probably been fucking wolf it. and there's been she bitch but never fucking wolf she bitch exactly <laughs> that's yeah we're making movie uh history really this is history exactly. right here. we're talking yeah. to history yeah. yeah arnold has his one-liners so does brandon crumb yeah. <laughs> there you go hopefully maybe one yeah someday people come up to me hey say the line come on which one <laughs> fucking wolf she bitch come on say it <laughs> or they're just gonna walk up to you in the stores or the, like on the yeah. sidewalk and just be like fucking wolf she bitch oh, oh yeah like, you're right that's your name now fucking oh, wolf she bitch. exactly <laughs> oh man uh, i welcome it <laughs> so i gotta ask because one of my um aspirations in life is to make monster movies for a living how cool was it to be on set making a monster movie every i, I mean i'm sure it was very difficult and very hard but also like how cool was it too (laughs) honestly like i will say this this is probably one of the and i don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that but it's probably one of the easier shoots that i've ever been a part of just because one i schedule like an insane person and i'm like i'm always paranoid that like things are gonna go wrong so i overthink everything so by the time we get there i'm like oh it's not that bad so it actually goes a lot more smoothly than than you anticipate but you're also surrounded by and i think i did a phenomenal job this time especially like surrounding myself with really smart really intuitive really calm people in terms of the cast in terms of the crew and like we could not have done this without everybody that was on set and that made it fun so it was like i can sit back and i can kind of enjoy this a little bit like it's still going to be hard work yeah um and you've got nights that are long and the the equipment's going to fail and you know you've got to like figure out shit you know you're up against the clock you've got a gun range three miles away that you can hear in your fucking headset that like (laughs) they're shooting all 
through your 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 movie and so you've got little things like that to contend with but overall it was a fucking blast it was like going to summer camp in the woods to make a werewolf movie last summer like that's what this was so i have no complaints oh yeah it was absolutely fantastic you know as an actor one it's just fun to be on set and you can you know see all the actors going through their lines and the, you know they're all trying to get into character and it's just, and i think everybody meshed so well you know we kind of created a family within the movie, you know what I mean? Like kind of backstage and on, on screen, you know, because it's not always just about the bloodline family, but it's also about the family that, you know, your friends and your coworkers and, you know, there's different types of families and this kind of movie yeah. kind of shows that. But to be honest, when I grew up watching like movies like aliens, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that and creature suits and stuff. So to be on set, with an actual person inside of a creature suit, you know, that as an actor, it's amazing because you're not dealing with some, you know, you know, CGI creature or, you know, a ping pong ball or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's just it was able to I was able to give like a better performance, I think, because you're, yeah. you're actually reacting to a scary, huge beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Brian is not a small guy. I'll be honest. So he's already tall and put the, the huge suit on him it gets even bigger so it's like oh it was not that hard to get your adrenaline pumping. <laughs> right oh that's what awesome. i think the other thing that happens for us too is that like and mm-hmm. it, it's so funny to watch it because i get to kind of step back a little bit and kind of be outside the process but it's so funny just to watch everybody get covered in blood and it's like <laughs> halloween for them like everyone becomes a kid on halloween you're just like oh i got the thing on me and like oh take a picture and it's like <laughs> yeah everyone across the board it happens to everybody and i just get to sit back and i'm just like that's so awesome that's so fucking cool like this is what we're paying everybody to be here to do you know so yeah and i think christina had to not just talk about blood she also had to have some real guts on her too right she'll never let you live that down i think he will not let me forget that (laughs) so spoiler alert when christina gets the the guts (laughs) dumped on her at the end of the movie those are real like pig intestine linings or whatever they are um, yeah, so we... and those things were salty as shit. Yeah. So they were just, like, I opened the bag and I could smell them, like how yeah. salty they. Oh, it was no. fine. We washed them off. It was okay. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's they were completely clean, but they were still real guts. But then like we put fake blood with them and all that kind of crap. And so you get that dumped on you a couple times, and it's like this is <laughs> this is gross. This is disgusting. So I'm very well, curious how many gallons of blood we use because it. Yeah, do you know? I think we went through, I think the count, the unofficial count should be like eight or nine gallons. Wow. Um, which is a not a lot, but it it it's feels like a lot. Yeah. Like, and then we had like little bottles too, so it may be a little bit mm. uh a little bit more than that. But yeah, we, we went through a lot, especially that last that last night. So Yeah. And you know, the hard work paid off because the gore is great. Yeah. Horror fan. We we like our blood. So <laughs> we get excited when we see a little bit of red. <laughs> well, and that was the funny thing, too, is like we were discussing uh, in certain parts with the girls that were uh, responsible for our makeup. And our, our makeup effects team on this was fantastic. It's like Katie oh, Byers yeah. and Bray oh, Stillwell. Yeah. And like incredible work. Mm-hmm. Like they're all amazing they're all fantastic abby philantronte they're all fantastic but there was a discussion we had at one point it was like how dark do we want to go with certain bits of blood how do we and i was like in some of the dramatic stuff i want to go 
super dark because I want it to feel edgy. I want it to feel gross. I want it to feel like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. This is this is rough. Yeah. And then in other parts, especially towards the end of the movie, having to do with certain people that are in this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to spoil anything. No, um, no, I mean, yeah. But by the time we get to certain parts uh, with, with Brandon, I was just like, you know what? Let's just go as far evil dead as possible and like make it <laughs> yeah. like, like slightly pink, slightly giallo, you know, just go cart. Like I want the yeah. audience to go, okay, that totally doesn't look real. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I get it. I know fun. what we're going for. You know, but yeah. It was fun, right. And it actually, when you color graded it, it kind of just looks like uncooked meat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, just, it <laughs> yeah. kind of worked. Like, yeah. It, it yeah, almost made true. it even grosser. So good work. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. I love that. I got to ask, because uh, when this episode comes out, the date should be August 2nd. So you're, so Wolf Hollow will either be coming out soon or it'll just come out So when when we drop today on August 2nd, I yes. guess we should say okay. that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, as of today, it'll be six days from now. So it'll actually be on August 8th. Uh, that'll be on demand uh, on VOD. I know iTunes is available. Uh, there's like a whole ton of platforms that our distributor sent me. Um, but like, uh, if you just say, like, if you've got one of those remotes that you just say we'll follow into, I'm sure it'll come up on demand at some point after yeah. August 8th or on August 8th. So it's pretty much everywhere at that point, which is fantastic. So, yes. And if you're a supporter of monster films, if you're a supporter of horror, if you're a supporter of independent cinema, I mean, let's be real. If you're listening to this, you're a supporter of all three. <laughs> right. And we thank you. Yeah, we are like, kind of a small community. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. all have to stick together. And I, I think that's what's so great about indies is that you really can become part of a community and, yes. and know who you're working with and know all the people you know, involve some of the actors, you know what I'm saying? So it's really just kind of amazing to be able to work with really talented people, but also it's a tight knit community when you really think about it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I hope everyone listening, you guys support this film, check it out. I think you guys will really enjoy it. I know I did. You got, you got, you had the Wolf Hollow premiere a little bit ago. How did that go? Oh, that went fantastic. So that was uh, April 1st up here in Pittsburgh. Um, and Brandon was with us as, as well for that. Um, but yeah, August 1st, uh, I'm sorry, April 1st uh, was the premiere at the Hollywood Theater uh, in Pittsburgh. And it was, it was absolutely fantastic. It was the first time seeing it with a, with an official crowd and just kind of seeing reactions from everybody like hearing the laughs land and you know seeing the reactions to things and then seeing things that you didn't know would work that well and like there's a couple of moments yeah. uh especially with like marla where i was just like wow okay the audience really like responded to this yeah. you know, a couple of beats so it, it was nice to see it with a crowd and, and really take it in and then have all the actors hard work be appreciated and see you know that it paid off and um and then have them, you know, signing autographs and things like that. Like that was amazing. So. Oh yeah, and there was like a whole merch booth and stuff. You know, there's you got Funko Pops and everything. You know. <gasps> there you go. That's right. That is right. <laughs> oh, you got Funko Pops. Oh. That's awesome. Oh yeah, isn't that neat? I, I didn't want to. We also got werewolves. I yes. No, I can't do. I don't want to give too much away. But yeah, Wolf Hollow has the potential to be pretty big. Also, I'm the only one that can see this. This is an audio only. I know. So if you look at it, I'm just <laughs> so showing. So I've seen all this awesome there, but... stuff. <laughs> yeah. But if you look at my uh, my Facebook feed or whatever, there's pictures of it. But yeah, God, I really think that you know this movie just sort of has this sort of pop cultureness about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it, it, 
can be quoted. It can be enjoyed and laughed at and watched again over, you know, over and over. It's going to have on in the background just while you're doing stuff. Exactly. Like, yeah. Do the dishes, do the laundry. It's just like one of those kind of comfort movies almost, you know? Well, and that was kind of like our, our, mantra kind of going in or at least mine was this is an 80 minute movie i don't want it to be a two and a half hour movie like this is an 80 minute fastball yeah. down the center of the plate it's a cheeseburger right. movie this it's is not, not oppenheimer okay? this is not a talkie <laughs> right. rock, 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 rock. there's actual action <laughs> there's things going on you know not that oppenheimer is bad but i think to be honest i mean you know, i think this is even more entertaining to be honest so yeah i'm yeah. making that claim sorry christopher nolan <laughs> you know, you know what you just unleashed. Christopher Nolan's going to hear this because he will. Yeah, he yeah. will. <laughs> he will. His uh, his critique senses will be uh, tingling. So he's going to try and make a werewolf movie of his own to compete. And I don't know. You know, what? if we had released Wolf Hollow on the same day, then we could have done like the Wolfenheimer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Done that. that would have been why, why didn't we miss some missed opportunity? <laughs> Can you imagine the Wolf Hollow Barbie cross promotions oh, that could have happened? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A Barbie boy can Hollow. dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really dig Wolf Hollow. I'm and uh I just want to say you guys you guys killed it, man. Wolf Hollow is a treat. It's a gem. It's a full ass meal. I mean, when I said when I said treat, I was thinking like dog treat, but I'm like, I want to <laughs> say a bit more, say a bit yeah. more than that. But no, I, I really dig it. And like I said, I got a soft spot for werewolves, but that soft spot for werewolves leads me to be pretty critical towards werewolf movies. Right, so you right, you're good. a connoisseur yeah. at that point. You're just like, I exactly. appreciate when they're, yeah. when they're done really well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying shit. I mean, I'm small enough. I could say whatever I want. I really mean, I really <laughs> like this movie. So um, we appreciate the love, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, incredible. Like, you guys made a fucking werewolf movie. That's such an accomplishment. And congratulations, guys. Thank, Thank you so much. We appreciate yeah. that. And Where, not only is this movie yeah. visually pleasing, it's also auditorily pleasing. Like the sound design. I don't think we've talked about that really quick. I just want to talk about it. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Let's some please. Of the scenes are just like music to your ears. It's like the, yeah. the wolf hollowing and, and like the... the like the flares and like people screaming, yes. like whatever you, the music, they're all bl blend in so well together that you kind of like you are on the edge of your seat. You know what I mean? Literally, you're kind of like, what is you know? This is this is crazy. This is intense. Um, and luckily, a lot of people have great sound systems at home now because the theater experience is kind of you know yeah. changing. So I think people are going to really enjoy this movie. You know, both visually and uh, auditorily, just because it's it's a an attack on the senses of all sorts. You know what I'm saying? I was fortunate to be able to see this already, and I saw it on a screener. And I can't wait to buy it so I can watch it on my TV with my nice sound. <laughs> yes, exactly. And hey, uh, we, we got Blu-rays ready to go, so just let us know when. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Like, yeah, what? I love physical media, so I'll be getting a Blu-ray. Believe you me. <laughs> well, we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Exactly. Sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so where can where can people find uh, find you, Mark? Where can they find you, Brandon? And where can they find Wolf Hollow? Uh, so I'm actually on Instagram and Facebook. So under uh, Mark Can Two Ninety Eight on on fa on uh, Instagram, and then just my name on Facebook. But for the movie, you can actually find it under Wolf Hollow Official Movie on Instagram. 
And uh, I believe if you type that up on Facebook, I believe it's the same thing. So yes, yes. And I uh, on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me under Crumb Studios, K R U M Studios, all one word. And then on Facebook, it's just my name. I think uh, Brandon. I think you type it in as Brandon dot Crumb, K R U M. You know, but just search for me, and I'm it'll be me and Arnold. Actually, no, no, me and Arnold is on. Arnold Schwarzenegger is on Instagram, but then it's just me in front of the Hollywood sign. Yes, that is right. Yeah, <laughs> so I changed it. For a long time, I hadn't changed it, but I was like, you know what? You know, let's let's go Hollywood here a little bit. You know. <laughs> and remember, yeah, I, you I pronounce from as come on. You're right. <laughs> That's I right. love come it. On. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, come that. on. <laughs> so all right this is awesome this has been a pleasure i'm gonna let you guys go i think brandon you have to get to the chopper real quick oh, <laughs> taking my toys back to the carpet yeah. uh, you know <laughs> he doesn't take a chopper he flies like turbo man come on all right yeah oh I, then my mistake uh <laughs> oh i almost forgot the title of the show is would you die i guess that'd be a spoiler if i asked if you would die in Wolf oh, Hollow. Yeah. So I don't wanna I don't wanna ask you, but Mark, if you put yourself in your own movie, would you die? Would, would I die in Wolf Hollow? Yeah. I think I would probably maybe last to the second wave of attacks. <laughs> and then I would probably wind up giving my life up for somebody else. So I love that answer. I love that because normally when I ask that, people are like, yes or no. I don't really get, I'll make it this far. But yeah, right. so I love when that happens. I love like, when that's no, like. No, I'm, I'm legit, like, I, I can I'm run fast. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But then, like, once it comes in, like, a tussle with the wolves, like, I'm, I'm, I'm meat at that point. No, I appreciate that. Because, like, like, a popular monster I'll get is the Xenomorph. And then oh, I yeah. always, I always say, you know, I won't be the first to die because I know scary bug thing i'm not going to go near that shit but once it's an actual so i'm not going to get face hugged and chest bursted but once it's an actual xenomorph like what am i going to do yeah i would make it to the part where they get like where all the red lights go off in, in yeah. the med lab and they're just kind of like <laughs> shooting their way out of everything i'm like i'd make it that far and then i would die he'd be the hudson yeah you know he'd be i would, yeah. be, I would love to go out as hudson and be like yeah. fuck like i would just like, like i'm going out swinging so that's great. I, I would be the Harry Dean Stanton from the original. I would just be looking for the cat <laughs> and then I'll be the first yeah. one to see it's like a full full ass creature. I'll be like, well, yeah, it was a good life. It was, good. <laughs> <laughs> it was at that moment. He knew he fucked up. Yep, he yep. <laughs> I'll be like, this That's isn't true. a cat. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, but yeah, everyone listen to up. Uh, um, listen, everyone watch Wolf Hollow, support it. It's awesome. Mark Cantu, you are amazing. Brandon Crumb, so Lucky Steve, that. MVP. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And once again, congratulations, guys. This Thanks so awesome. much. Thank you. Yeah, Wolf Hollow is going to be amazing. I hope all the listeners join the Wolf Pack, guys. Yes. Download Wolf Hollow and, and join us. I really think we're all in for a really fun ride. And uh, if enough of us support it, you guys can come back on for Wolf Hollow 2. But there you go. Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make it so, a reality. Exactly. So, all righty. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Mark Cantu and Brandon Crum for coming on to talk about their upcoming indie horror film, Wolf Hollow. It comes out on VOD August 8th, 2023, just a few days after this episode airs. 
A reminder, I just became an affiliate for Fangoria, one of the premier brands in horror. I definitely recommend checking out their magazine and even subscribing. And if you decide to do that, don't forget to use the promo code WOULDYOUDIESHOW for 20% off your entire order. An announcement, I'm temporarily pausing the Patreon and hoping that comes back in September, maybe October. This month is going to be crazy with the spider shoot and a big out-of-state trip, which I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Lots of fun stuff, but I do, you know, got to keep the podcast going. I do have uh, a day job, I guess. So I, I'm, I'm juggling a lot of balls. I have to uh, set a few of them down at the moment. The Patreon will be back soon. No worries. I just don't want that suffering because I'm spread too thin. You, you guys know what I mean. Due to the SAG-AFTRA and the WGA strikes, I'm temporarily pausing the segment I Know What You Watched last week to show solidarity with the unions. It is imperative that they win this fight against the AMPTP not only for their survival, but for the survival of filmmaking as an art form. Some ways you can support is by educating yourself on why these strikes are happening and to check out true independent cinema. We're horror fans, and there are so many horror films that need our support, like Wolf Hollow. And if I haven't said it enough, this movie rocks, guys. You can find the show's social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Would You Die Show. Also, now you can follow me on TikTok at Would You Die Podcast. Though, between you and me, I've been slacking on that a little bit. Gizmo hasn't been dancing as much. I'm a busy boy. I'm sorry. I'll... I'll make more TikToks in the future, maybe. We'll we'll see. You can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can also find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend, Josie Palmer. Next week, my favorite monster makes its glorious return to the Would You Die podcast. It's been a while, old friend. Until next time, I'm Austin Torres. Try not to die. <laughs>